Hello, this is Len Tengis welcoming you to the iPodcast AGCMO Weekly Podcast. In each episode, we'll feature information about a contractor, specialty contractor, supplier, contracting agency, owner, or legislative or regulatory issue pertinent to the construction industry in Missouri. We'll feature industry professionals and other construction industry representatives to help our listeners stay up to date with current and future trends in construction. So here we go. Welcome back to iPodcast AGCMO. Today's guest is the person who serves as the vice chair of AGC of Missouri's Heavy Highway Infrastructure Division, Steve Bovanovich. Steve, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Steve is a member of HR Quadri with two other folks who are running that company. Talk a little bit about HR Quadri and where you work, what sort of construction operations you guys are involved in. Uh, primarily a grading contractor. I'd like to say that we build the road, do some minor structures work. As far as geographically, yes. However, more specifically, I like to say that we work from around I-70 to I-40. So we take kind of the southern Missouri and northern Arkansas areas. Great. I'm I'm assuming you're from that part of the world? I've been in southern Missouri, southeast Missouri for 23, 24 years. So how did you get involved with HR Quadri or how did you get into construction? Well, I got into construction while in college working as an intern for a highway department, uh, came to Missouri in 95 and worked for state government for several years. And, What'd you do in state government? Uh, well, I was an inspector for a while and then spent about 10 years as an RE for MoDOT. Oh, okay. So that, uh, that was an interesting career and it was, became time for a change. Um, mm-hmm. the, the workload was changing from major highway construction to overlays and, to be honest, it was a little boring for me. I understand. Uh, and started looking for other opportunities, and this one just kind of popped up. And uh, one evening after work, we made a deal, and here I am. So you knew the other two members yes, yes. of HR Quadri yeah. had worked together? We had worked together for many years, many years. And you guys are really involved, like you said, in building the road, huh? Yes, primarily grading. Um, you know, we're we're branching out a little bit, doing some private development, doing some Corps of Engineer work, and some other state and federal agencies, but primarily a MoDOT contractor. This has not been, for folks who move dirt around, this has not been a great year. You can't move mud around as easy as you can move dirt around. It's not very and productive. And you can't move water around at all. No, I, I, I just assumed it quit raining. I'll haul all the water I can carry. So, <laughs> so what sort of challenges has that created? I, I'm assuming that, especially in southeast Missouri and the part of the world you're in, that 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 this year's rain has really created a very difficult situation. I was thinking about that on the drive up here in the rain with the remnants of mm-hmm. Tropical Storm Barry. I believe last week was the first week that I had all four of my crews that got 40 hours. Wow. Now, now I've had other crews get 40 hours in a week, but I think last week was the first week in 19 where the whole company got a full weekend. So it's it weather's been a, a, a big challenge. And just like all my peers in the other parts of the industry, you know, we, 
we work on a job for a while, it's either flooded or a rock source gets rained out or, or whatever the scenario may be. So you pick up your equipment and you go to a different job. And uh, we've seen a lot of moving around and, and delays. So it's been a challenge. Now, as one of the three members of HR Quadri, what sort of things, what are the real issues that you guys are dealing with in managing the company or sort of things that you see in as issues for the industry and for your company in particular? Well, I would say one of the biggest challenges that we have is as a, although it's a small business, but we're generally a mass grading company. And as you well know, and as, as the listeners know, those large grading projects have ended in Missouri. Uh, there are a few in Arkansas, but, you know, we've had to look at, at business model changes. And, and they've ended primarily due to the lack of funding for MoDOT. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, in our area, southern Missouri, most of the new four-lane highways that needed to be built are built. Now, we still have some needs. We have some needs statewide, but there's no funding for that. So that, you know, that's been our challenge is looking at changing our business model, private work, more mm-hmm. Corps of Engineers work. So, you know, you have to learn that new, that new, in, that new uh, customer and, you know, what their needs are and how to best suit them. So the days of relying on MoDOT as the customer are in the rearview mirror at this point. For us, they are, yes, unfortunately. And I would assume that's similar with other competitors or other companies that you work with. Oh, I'm sure there are. I mean, you know, there are no large grading jobs in the state. Mm -hmm. And when there are, we all bid on them. So (laughs) (laughs) what are some of those unmet needs that you talked about? You said there are still some projects that are out there that would benefit by some funding. Oh, yeah. When, When you look at, you know, major highway expansion, you know, of course, I drove up here on, uh, on Route 63, and a lot of the right-of-way to expand 63 to four lanes is already purchased, and it has been for many, many years. So, there, you know, there's a major corridor that really needs to be four-lane. You know, that stretch between Rolla and Jefferson City is, is very heavily traveled. We do have a little bit of four-lane, you know, north of Jeff City and, and in those areas, but, you know, even from U.S. 60 at Kabul, North, I could see that as a as a major need in the state. More locally, I live in Popper Bluff. Obviously, over the last 15 years, we did expand 67 north of Popper Bluff to the Fredericktown area. But there's still, I don't know, a 10 or 12-mile stretch to the state line that's still a two-lane highway, carries a lot of traffic. Obviously, there's some some issues there with Arkansas where they want to land with their their highway and then there's some people that want to turn it into an interstate standard you know we we need a four-lane highway not quite an interstate but uh, maybe that 67 is a prime example of an issue you brought up earlier that that four lane was done not because of anything MoDOT or the state did but that was really a local initiative that, that was a local initiative made that happen that was a really interesting project and I worked on it almost to the end there were a group of business leaders in Popper Bluff that went around and and got a half cent sales tax paid for by the citizens of Popper Bluff or those people inside um, the city limits of Popper Bluff and they generated about 60 million dollars if memory serves me correctly that was not a single nickel of it was spent 
inside the city limits. It was all spent, well, even further than that, there were only about four miles in Butler County, and the remaining money was spent in uh, the entire length of Wayne County and then a pretty good portion of Madison County. So that funding combined with $28 million from the Corps of Engineers, there were some... Uh, there were some pretty good earmarks from Joanne Emerson at the time. A couple of the senators got us some. So yeah, it, but it was it was really led by the the uh, the locals. That really shows some foresight for those folks that they realized that the investment in transportation outside of their immediate area had benefits inside their immediate area, which I'm guessing is probably something they're looking at going south down to Arkansas right now. Yes, they are. That that group, the uh, 67 Corporation, has still stayed intact, still meets regularly, and they are looking at re-upping that sales tax to to fin- to help finish the uh, four line to the state line. So. Now, one of the other roles that you fill within AGC Missouri is I know you're a member of our Governmental Affairs Policy Committee, and I know you I spent am. some time this year walking the halls in Jeff City and visiting some of our legislators. What are some of the issues that you're happy about there, and what are some of the issues that maybe you're not so happy about and what we need to be looking at going forward? Well, I think I'll start with the ones I'm not so happy about. That's, that's probably... And, uh, a pretty good list. When I go to the Capitol, I try to see Senator Doug Leibla first. Doug is my senator and, and a good friend. And and one of the first times I walked in Senator Leibla's office, I said, uh, Doug, I don't need the hour-long speech. You know I'm here to help you. I said, how can I help you? And I won't quote his colorful language on this podcast, but I'll, <laughs> I'll give you the gist of it. Thank he you. said, Steve, we've got to educate the vote no Republicans. And I knew what he was talking about. You know, we have some caucuses, if you will, in Jeff City, such as the Conservative Caucus and then this this Tea Party that are completely against taxes. They will tell you or they will tell me that, you know, I, I campaigned on a no new tax, so let's not even talk about that. What's your next issue? So that's something that's that's really irritating to me is trying to educate our legislatures on the issues that face our industry, which is a shortfall in funding. And although I spent a lot of time up there, and I know a lot of our other members have too, and even non-members, just getting the word out and educating and talking to them about how important this is, and it's not just simply a tax. I like to use the uh, use the term as it's kind of a, an entrance fee to get on the highways. Somebody mm-hmm. has got to pay for that highway once you leave your driveway. And so many of the legislators and senators that I talked to didn't think that way. They just simply a new tax, and if I vote for a new tax, I can't get reelected. And that was another thing my friend Senator Leibler would bring up is, I can't believe somebody is worried about a $35,000 a year job. <laughs> so... For the good of the state and the right. good of all the citizens. Exactly right. So it, it, it's frustrating. I will say that in all my miles that I walked around the Capitol this year, I did find some really positive people on both sides of the aisle. And 
a lot of people that were interested in taking our our issues to bat. A lot of those were, were not worried about what their electorate back home said. They they knew that it was the right thing to do. And you know, this is the basically the third session, third major session where this is, has been front and center, perhaps in all our, our our time spent up there, maybe we'll get somewhere this year. So with your changing business model with the weather conditions as they are and with this funding situation you've got a lot on your plate why do you spend time at agc missouri why are we a part of what you do well i like to look at agc as more of just a part of what i do but what it does for its members and the other people involved in the industry that aren't members the industry needs a voice and this is our collective voice. I've always been a person that tries to stay involved and engaged. And I look at this as this is just my part of the job in being an AGC member. And, uh, you know, some people say, well, you pay to be an AGC member. Why do you volunteer for it? Well, that's, that's part of what makes the agency work, the association, I'm sorry. I guess I always look at it like the health club. Paying my dues to the health club is not going to make me any healthier unless I actually go get on the equipment every now and then. Well said. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, it's well said. It, uh, it, it takes all of us back to our visits at the, uh, the Capitol this year. The first couple times I went, there wasn't that many people from the, from the association. As that got later in the session, we had more and more and more people. And uh, one of the last times I was there, we had a group of six, and we were from all parts of the state. And that really helped as you walked around and talked to different, different elected officials, strengthen numbers. If I can reach out to some of the other members, we need your help this coming session. So that's the message as we close. What's your closing statement here? I believe that my closing statement will be a call for help on Wednesdays, every Wednesday. I'd say every Wednesday that will matter in the session. As many people as we can walking around in safety vests, talking to as many folks as we can talk to. And the message is? Funding. Funding. Investment in yourselves. Investment in ourselves. And in the safety of, of the public, you know, uh, we all travel a lot. I, I was on the road for four and a half hours to get here this morning. The roads are not in good shape. There's accidents everywhere. Those accidents cost all of us money and increase premiums. The, you know, the condition of our roads cost us money and tire wear, tie rod ends, and, and all those other parts that we wear out. So, you know, it's not just about creating jobs and and keeping our businesses afloat, there's a lot of residual value to additional funding. Well, Steve, thank you for your time today. Thanks for your help with AGC of Missouri. And I know that members and non-members and even people who aren't in construction are benefiting from the efforts you're putting forth. Thanks very much. Appreciate the opportunity. Thanks again for listening. It's easy to subscribe to iPodcast AGCMO in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. As always, you can visit us at agcmo.org for additional downloads 
and information. Thank you.